0: Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is Tuesday, September 28th. And uh, uh, yeah, we're, we're just kind of blowing through all of the mounds of email and notices that we get from you guys. Um, now, yesterday, we actually were on on the line with somebody, uh, Ross, who says that I need to be, you need to have some more differentiation when I'm reading emails. Well, Mark is now getting up into Ross's cage because he very sarcastically just said to me, "Oh, you mean when you read a different name, he can't figure that out?" I think that you and I have a different pacing. It's called New York City Pacing, and we may be, I may be reading it too quickly. If it would help, I'll make more of, I will make more of the differentiation because I think it'll be weird to have like a triangle sound or a ding every time we do a new email because then it'll be like five of those dings in a, in a show. Won't that sound weird? Oh, I like that. Was that your, just your glass? Was that your coffee?
1: That's me hitting a
0: knife on my glass. (laughs) Speech. Please make a speech. <laughs> oh, okay. Um anyway this Program attempts to answer your financial questions, your personal finance questions, but also other questions. We've been getting some interesting questions about, you know, how to reposition ahead of the Fed. I told you not to do that. How you should be thinking about uh, your career. And we've gotten a lot of questions about that. In fact, the person who will be joining us in just a minute has some questions about changing directions. And Mark, I am convinced that the past 18, 19, 20 months, Has really forced people to reconsider what it is they want to do in their work world and in their personal lives. You know, wasn't there a a moment where everyone was saying, like, oh, the divorce rate's going to tick up? I don't think it has. I don't think that that's happened. But I'll tell you, it's funny how, like, a lot of myths get busted. Like, all of a sudden, everyone's like, oh, millennials don't want to own homes. Really? Looks like they do now. (laughs) There's a lot of home buying going on. So I think that, um, there are many outcomes of this period of great stress and anxiety for all of us, and we will continue to hear about that. And if you've got a question, if something's going on, it involves some money or an issue or you're confused about something, give us a holler. It's Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com, or you can go to our website, JillOnMoney.com, hit the contact button, and poof. We'll get your note. Don't forget to tell us if you would like to join us. That's what Kathleen did. Kathleen is on the line from California. Kathleen, what kind of wackadoodle state do you have where they spend a gazillion dollars to basically give the guy the job he already has?
1: Don't Uh, don't ask me. (laughs) Don't get me started on that one.
0: Are you a California native?
1: I actually am. I am born and raised. I've lived outside of California for parts of my life, but I am a fourth generation Californian. One wow. of the rarities, yes.
0: Mm, very interesting. Well, I mean, I think it's, it's, it's sort of fascinating whenever we have these propositions and recalls and you know, those of us in other states are like, what's going on in that wacky place called California? <laughs> Fires and mudslides and weird state rules. But we won't go into that. What brings you to us today? What can we do for you? Well,
1: first of all, thank you for having me on. I love you, Jill. I listen to you all the time. Um, oh,
0: thanks.
1: So my question is, so my cousin... Oh, Mark, oh, I Mark, love you too.
0: <laughs> see, Mark just pops into Kathleen's headset and says, What about me? Because he feels so left out. If you Uh, want to be in the program, then you have to be on the air. You see, I can't even fight with him because he has the power of the editing. So (laughs) I'm always at the short end of that. Okay, Kathleen, let's get back to you.
1: Okay, so my husband, he currently has a great job, wonderful benefits, including a pension. Um, However, in about five years, um, when my youngest flies the coop, we'd really like to be able to move out of state and buy a house with the equity we have in our current home. Mm-hmm. Um, which would mean he'd have to leave his current employer. Mm-hmm. So he is vested in his pension, but the longer he stays, the bigger the pension is. Mm. So we're just kind of trying to see, are we really sabotaging any hopes to what he'd like now to be able to step back and retire at like 60 are we sabotaging it by leaving his job prematurely before his retirement age? Work mm-hmm. with the savings of being mortgage-free and living somewhere less expensive. Are we going to be able to, you know, save more and kind of not necessarily make up for the difference, but keep those plans to step back around sixty?
0: Okay. Well, let's think about this then. Uh, first of all, how old are you?
1: I am forty-five.
0: And how old is he?
1: He is forty-six.
0: Okay. Your kids are how old?
1: 13 and 16.
0: How much do you and your husband earn?
1: He earns about 220 a year before bonuses. And I am self-employed and I earn about 35.
0: How um, much have the bonuses been running for him?
1: It's been an unusual time, but I'd say usually around 40,000 before taxes.
0: Okay. Uh, His pension Mm -hmm. currently. Yes. If he were to let's just wind the clock ahead. So you say you move out of California, he's 50 Mm -hmm. years old or 51 years old. Mm -hmm. What will, what would the pension benefit be at that point?
1: So if he collected it starting at 60 Mm -hmm. and we left, you know, basically earlier, um, he would be about 4,000 a month. Okay. Whereas if we collected at 65, it'd be mm-hmm. about 4,600 a month.
0: And what would it be if he stuck around there?
1: Yeah. In other this, words,
0: you're saying he, you guys leave. So what's the differential that I'm looking at? Yeah.
1: Here? So if he stayed until 60 and retired at 60, mm-hmm. we'd get 7,200 a month. Hmm. And if he left at 65, we'd get 9,500 a month.
0: Yeah. That's not happening though. Not yeah. for a guy who wants to. There's no way he's staying there until yeah.
1: That. And okay. I mean, he likes his job, but okay. he. I don't think he necessarily sees himself staying for that much longer.
0: Okay, fair enough. Does he have? Is he in the kind of business that he, if you move out of state, he'll be able to get another job pretty easily.
1: I believe so. I mean, you never would know be- what happens with the economy, but- Oh,
0: yes, yes, of course. But if you look at his, let's just call it 250-ish mm-hmm. now that he's making, what would you think? If you move out of out of California in five years, what do you think you would want to count on? I mean, I'm not saying the wish list. Like, what do you think? Like, oh, he could make blank. What's that number?
1: I don't think he'd leave unless he's making the same
0: amount. Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised. Okay. Yes tell me about the house. Housing Marketing California, pretty it's damn insane. good. What's your place worth?
1: Um, I'd say about $1.2 million right now.
0: And what's the outstanding mortgage?
1: $470,000.
0: Let's talk a little bit beyond the pension about yes. your savings. So mm-hmm. first tell me about emergency reserve. Like let's start with non-retirement first.
1: Okay. So emergency reserve, we have about $75,000 set aside. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and we have about 10,000 right now in another savings account, which we tend to use for like vacations.
0: Okay, we won't count that because that'll be spent that'll be eventually. Spent. <laughs> okay, yes. what's next?
1: Um, we have 529s for our kids. We have about a little over 150,000 in 529s for the kids. Mm. Um, right, so
0: you're pretty much done.
1: Yeah, getting close. I mean, yeah. even in state schools aren't exactly cheap here. So we're, yeah. we're hoping to put a little bit more. We put about 2,000 a month aside okay. for them right now. Um, total for both Mm -hmm. of them. Um, And then my husband does have a 401k with matching and top of the pension. Like Mm -hmm. I said, great benefits. So they actually match 8% of his total income.
0: So is he maxing out?
1: He's maxing out and they're putting in more than we can put in. Um, We do plan when he turns 50 to do the catch up. But yeah, right now they're actually contributing more than we've been able to.
0: Amazing.
1: Yeah, we have about uh, 720,000 in his 401k right now. Um, And I have a SEP IRA with about 30,000 in it. And I also, um, I almost forgot, I have a little, little tiny Roth with about 14,000 in it.
0: And so this set, we got about uh, 750, 765 ish you know, at this point, you know, I think you're pretty clearly going to be closing in on a million bucks over the course of the next five years, right?
1: That'd be nice.
0: That's probably about right. So if you were to move, you must have an idea of where you want to move to. Do you have any idea about that or not?
1: We are looking at probably either Oregon, Washington, or Colorado are what we're talking about now.
0: Oregon? Hold on. Washington or Colorado. Washington's the place that has no state income tax. That's
1: correct. Yes.
0: All right. But you th- these markets are so much cheaper than California. They seem like hot markets to me, no?
1: Yeah. I mean, who knows what they'll be in five years.
0: Mm, yeah. we, we'd
1: love to go now, but the kids are really happy where they're at. So we're not mm. going to move them out of school
0: here. All right. Um. So, If you, forgetting about the 529s right now for a second, um, if you just sort of walk away from that and then you look at your cash needs, what do you think you guys really would like to have in income, both in the five-year time horizon, but really, I'm really talking about, you know, what's the retirement need? So I'm asking you to sort of project, like, what do you think you need to live on when you're, you know, once you get to be 50, 50, 55 years old?
1: So that's a hard one to try and figure out. That's one we've <laughs> struggled with. We do mm-hmm. like to travel, um, but you know we wouldn't be paying for the kids as much. So I think if we took out the amount of money that we put aside for the kids now and everything, we'd probably want about 10000 a month. I just
0: wrote that down, Mark. I swear to God you should have, I should be videotaping <laughs> this on my phone. I should be taking a video because I just wrote down 765 retirement with a right arrow to 1 million and I wrote down 10K a month. So obviously the the path of least resistance is like, oh, I will stay at this company and kill myself till I'm 65 years old and then I'm done.
1: Yes. Completely
0: done. And set. Yeah, exactly. But that's not happening. I will say this. If you, if we say you sell California, you buy something else. And even if it's the same amount of money, you have the equity, even if it like, you might say, oh, you know, it's a million, whatever it is, it ends up, you're you're not going to get a bigger place. You're not going to spend more money. So you need $10,000 a month. And he's only going to move and do this if he can make the same 220, right? And so then you do that from age 50 to 60, right? Correct. Yes. Okay. So then at 50 to 60, you're making the 220. He's not going to have the benefits, the same benefits, but you're putting 26 grand a year away. You're not touching retirement. The kids are done, all those things. You know, we know that you're going to, your flow is going to be improving once you have that extra 25 grand. The money that you're putting into 529s now, Mm -hmm. what we're going to want you to do obviously is redirect that. And you're going to need to have not just retirement money, you're going to need non-retirement money. You're going to need some money that's already been taxed. You're really going to need that because, you know, 50 to 60 is not the issue. It's at 60 when we're going to have to make this jump of what are you going to do for the five years between retiring at age 60 and qualifying for Medicare, right? Yeah, that's the big one. In that case, we're gonna to need to have you guys redirect some of your savings out of the tax deferred environment, out of mm-hmm. the the whole worry about like, oh, I want a shelter. Forget it. You need you're gonna need cash. I want okay. a big chunk of Moolah that's set aside by age sixty. Okay. At that point, Mark, what do you wanna say they're gonna have in retirement savings? Let's just presume at age sixty, over those ten years, what do you think that they we should guess that they will have? What should we, our future value be? Hold on. I'm punching in those numbers into my calculator. You are? A million? Yeah. I was going to, they have a million and use it from 50 to 60, but use it a a conservative amount of growth. Putting in 26 grand a year? Well, he's putting in 26 grand from 50 to 60. Yeah. I'm just going to say 6%. All right. 6 sounds good. You say, you okay with that, Kathleen? 6%. Yeah. Uh, about 2.1. Oh man. I wrote 2 million. I was short by one. Okay. (laughs) I like that number. You like the 2.1? Okay. Mm -hmm. So now we got 2.1 million and now it's, he's age 60 Mm -hmm. and, and you have $4,000 a month coming in from the pension from the old pension. Mm -hmm. We have $2.1 million at least that's socked away, which we hope we don't have to get, but we're going to need to now have another $6,000 a month that's available okay. to get you from 60 to 65. And then social security will kick in a couple of years after that. Uh, you know, I think it's kind of interesting. Here's the slam dunk. Okay. You ready? Yeah. You can totally do this. You cannot spend a million bucks on a next home. You got to, you have to stash <laughs> no. some of that equity away. Okay. Okay, that was, And I don't even think it's, I mean, it will depend where interest rates are mm-hmm. because it wouldn't bother me if you had a mortgage because you'll still be earning income. But let's just, let's like wind the clock ahead five years from now. Mm-hmm. And let's say your 1.2 is one and a half. And now, you know, cause it'll, it'll grow by something. That, you that's know, at amazing. Least, but Right. <laughs> so if it's one and a half and then, you know, after you sell it in fees and this, that, and the other thing, there's some taxes and there's a million, let's say you cleared a million dollars. Right. Okay. The way I know the plan works is if we don't spend a million dollars and and put that sink that all into a next home. The way it works is if you take some of that money, you can get a mortgage. You can, you know, we can see where you are, but like this plan works a lot better if there is a chunk of money outside of retirement. There's no doubt in my mind.
1: And where would you put that money, as well as you were saying that the money that we're putting to the 529s also put that somewhere? I
0: I think that I would make it a non-retirement brokerage account. Where do you keep your SEP IRA right now?
1: Vanguard. And we do have a small amount in a brokerage, um, but it's very negligible at this point.
0: So I would make that the, let's call it the semi-retirement fund, the nearly retired fund. It's non-qualified, meaning it's taxable. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: it would be more conservative than a retirement account because you really are going to need to tap that when you're 60 years old, not all of it at once, but you're going to need to be a bit more balanced in your approach. And it also may mean that, you know, if you were in a place like Seattle and there's no state income tax, I don't, I mean, there's not even Seattle, Washington state, there is that wacky long-term care thing that they have, but you'll investigate that at the time okay? because um, it's a requirement that people who live in Washington state carry long-term care insurance. Oh, wow.
1: Now. Yeah, I did not know that.
0: I really don't want to be this person who's like, just stay for the money. Cause I think that there's a real downside for making that decision. I really do. Yeah. So,
1: and that's, that's really where I'm at. I'm like, it's I would like to say just stay. It's a lot of money, but I don't want him to be unhappy, you know. Right, right.
0: And you know what's interesting? Five years is a long time and it's no time, right? Yeah. And it may be interesting that you guys will be looking in areas and you find something you love. Or you may say, you know what? If we are going to give up this pension, here's what we're willing to do. We're willing to live in a much smaller space. I think Mm -hmm. people are having interesting conversations about what they're really willing to live with and without as a result of the last two years, really. And if you have come to this place and you guys together have come to this place, I mean, I think it's okay to, to pursue it. Um, I'm interested in it, but I also would, I just want to caution him. What if he finds a great job and it's 180 grand a year? He should do it. He shouldn't mess around with that. He should not. I think that that's like a little bit like, a prideful thing. Oh, I will not take this. I will. But what if he found something really great in a place and you can, you know, sock away a bunch of money because the housing's cheaper, the cost of living is cheaper, and the money's not quite the same on the salary. So what? Who cares?
1: Uh I think that's his big worry is that, you know, he'd be walking away from the pension and taking less and therefore we'd actually be in a much uh, worse situation financially.
0: If I plopped you down on the earth today, forgetting about what you could have had, mm-hmm. and I say to you, oh, my God, all you have to do is work another five years and you get a pension of four grand a month. Uh, hello. That's amazing. <laughs> all right. It's amazing. So I don't. I, I just want to caution both of you and him specifically from making the declaration. You know, don't okay. draw some line in the sand. Well, unless I do this, I'm not doing this. You know, it doesn't, it not, this is a game plan that's got to be flexible. And you've got to be able to go back and review it and think about it. And, you know, I I think that it would serve you better to try to go in and for both of you to go in a little more open-minded that there's so many variables in this kind of a game plan that you can change any of the variables and end up in a great place.
1: Okay. All Uh, right. I'm I'm very happy with that. Yeah. I thought you were going to tell me we're absolutely
0: crazy. Oh, (laughs) Mark, you've given me a reputation of a dream crusher. Mm-hmm. Totally a bad rap. Um, yeah. I mean, and and you know, I think frankly, if given this game plan and where you are, even if um, you know, when I said to you, Oh, you're done for college, like I'd be okay if you didn't put so much money in the five twenty nine plan right now, especially mm-hmm. you know, given what the game plan is. All right. I'll
1: have to think on that one.
0: All right. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us. I Thank love you. these, I love these new directions. Financial Independence New Endeavor. This is just a new endeavor. It's really exciting. Thank you for sharing it with us and letting us uh, peek into your dreams, okay? Thank you. If you want um, Mark and me to be part of your dreams, we make your dreams come true. Ooh, 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 ooh. Go to jillonmoney.com, hit the contact button. Let us know what's on your mind. While you're there, don't forget, we've got a free weekly newsletter. Uh, We've got a wonderful resource section. Mark keeps that up to date. It's great. And if you wouldn't mind, leave us a rating or review on Apple because Mark says it's important. Don't ask me why. Please lift somebody up today. And remember our mantra. It's grit, growth, grace, and a little gratitude. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening.